Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and and consult consult your doctors. Have you heard of ProCare or just have you been living under a rock? ProCare is the very first bariatric multivitamin to develop a one a day vitamin. That's right. You heard it correctly. One One a day. day. And they also have delicious dark chocolate calciums that are available during the winter months. That's right. So go to ProCareNow.com, get your calcium shoes, get your multivitamin and use OSLP for a discount. Who else feels like portion control is the number one hurdle in a weight loss journey? I know I do, (laughs) but that is why we go to Portion Perfection to get all of our needs met because they have cups, they have bowls, and they even have recipes for us. It's so nice. They also have the kit and carry, which is perfect for on-the-go portion control. So click the link below and get yours today. Are you located in the Florida area? Well, we have the perfect office for you. Dr. Fridley and his wife, Macy, have created the perfect, welcoming, and safe place for your bariatric journey. That's right. So click on the link below to start your weight loss journey now. And don't forget to tell them that the OSLP's girls sent you. I really like this. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm like trying to. There we go. It's fun. Don't knock your tea over. I know. It's a lot of fun. I should have put mine tea in my mug, but it's fine. You should have next time. I don't want to pour it because I know my ass will spill. Yeah, it'll go all over the place. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's going to go all over the place. Right? We know know ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. We don't. Okay, so we should talk about. When is this airing? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, so we should talk about the live show in Portland. Yep. um, And then Bariatric Society. Yep. The retreat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, we don't talk about sponsors. No. Oh, thank God. I know. Okay. Okay. Count us down. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. I had to say that with you. <laughs> our, the, you are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Maha. And obviously, our brains are dead today because we are back from JBY. Holy shit, we are back, baby. It was amazing, but we are so thrilled to have a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, but as a of course, we will never take a break from recording. So here we are. No. And if you have not seen the Just Be You, just go over to our YouTube. Again, a free way to, to like help out your girls. Mm-hmm. Hit the little bell. Hit the subscribe button. We got the men's panel on there. We have the rising stars on there. We have the whole show. We got the pink carpet. I'm going to be putting out the professional panel as well. So go check it out. Go view those things. Yes. Hey, if you want to, put it in your link tree so everybody else can see it. I'm down with that. I'm down with that, too. Yeah. Um, and you can also find it on jbyawards.com, yes. where we will be updating everybody on future events and all of this little details that we are keeping to ourselves mm-hmm. right now. Because there will be a three. There will be a three and a four, a four and, a and a five and a six. And a seven and a tw- um, 25 and hundred. Billion of them. Billion of them. Yes. So. Um, we do want to let you guys know if you are in Oregon, Ooh, our, Oregon uh, peeps. our Oregon peeps, we have been invited to the PNC live studio to record a live podcast. Now yeah. this will also be live streamed. Mm-hmm. We will get you those details as soon as we can. Uh, make sure you sign up for our newsletter on our website, 
OurSleeveLifePodcast.com to get all of those details as they're coming out. But this live event is on October 21st. Yes, it's in Portland. It's in Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, We will... We are asking that you register for this event. We will have the little link below on the, in the description. In, in the yeah. description, and it's a free event. Guys. It's a free event, guys. Yeah. You can come hang out and mm-hmm. listen to a live podcast by yours truly. That's right. It's um, so cool. Also, because you guys know we never really stop, uh, we no. will be at the Bariatric Society Bariatric Retreat mm-hmm. in November. It is in San Antonio, Texas That's this right. year. I can't believe it. We're going back to Texas, Kelly. Back to Texas. Yeehaw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am. Please don't ever say that again. Yeehaw. Oh, right my, down, boy. oh my God. No, please. God. <laughs> I God, have, no. I have all the sayings in the twang. So don't you worry, Lord girlfriend. Almighty. We are in a special mood today. Um, uh, but you can go and sign up uh, buy tickets to the bariatric retreat. Yeah, those we, are open until the 17th of October. Yes. And we have a code that gets you $50 off your ticket. It is OSLP. Shocker. OSLP. Shocked. Um, so go over, get your ticket, see us there, and lots of other people are going to be there. Uh, we are actually going to do small recordings yeah. with people at the retreat. How cool is so, that? So uh, that also will... Ha- be a link that you can sign up and get your space to talk to us and tell us a little bit about your story. We're excited. I know. I'm super excited just because, one, we go to the this retreat. We didn't yes. go to the last one, so we're super stoked. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. I hear there's, like, a cowboy disco night. There's going to be a Barbie night. Uh, Yeah, bariatric Barbie. Bariatric Barbie. So yeah. it's going to be fun. I'm, de- like, already racking my brain which dress I'm going to bring because – yeah. We have dresses. Um, we ha- definitely have dresses. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have seen the live stream, you saw my cupcake dress that was on the pink carpet. I think I might just wear that. Why not? Because I kind of, I can't let go of it. No, it's beautiful. I love it. I, I love that so fucking fun. dress. I might need to have it hemmed a little bit because it is a little long. Okay, let's do but it. But if I wear it with heels, it might not be bad. And we, I have the We all heels. know those heels are coming off. Oh, well, fuck yeah. Yeah, so we definitely yeah. need to get it hemmed. Okay. Um, okay, so I think that's everything except for... No, there's two things left. Two things. Number one, go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP, become a Benchy. Um, we have, we'll be sharing all the Benchy brunch photos, uh, because we give special benefits to our Benchies. Yes, we do. Um, and a Benchy is a support group member, uh, that is called the Winner's Bunch. We like to call them Benchies. That's right. And we threw them an epic rooftop brunch uh, this year in yeah, DC. Yeah, we did with mimosas and with everything. Mimosas and everything, man. That food was amazing. I was uh, so sad that I couldn't eat more of oh it. Yeah, the breakfast tacos. Yeah, were so good. So yummy. I had a che- I had a chorizo one and a sausage one. I actually Bomb. did not eat one. Oh, I'm sorry. I know I was very sad. They're but delicious. the salmon, the locks on the bagels. Yeah, it was. So yeah, good. you wanted that. I wanted that. Yeah. So we got that. Uh, but the special benefits are that you get. Ticket sales first. Mm -hmm. You get discount codes. You get special episodes from us. Plus, you get a support group that is one of a kind, guys. It really is. We have amazing people in our group, and we just absolutely love each and every one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you, yeah, you want to go sign up. Make sure you're doing the $7 higher tier so you can get into that support group. And... 
What was the other thing? I guess I, we said it in the beginning, the YouTube. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We normally say it at the end. Yes. But we're going to switch things Again, up a little bit. Again, go to YouTube. It's on your phone. Click subscribe and Preloaded. the bell because you get an episode like this every single Tuesday. Yes. And sometimes you get, like, stuff special because, like, like I said, all those categories are going to be brought, like, taken down from the JBY and you can, like, watch little clips from it. It's going to be fun. Mel's got some stuff. I have ideas. She has ideas. Ideas. Okay. So I ran across this TikTok. She did. Yesterday. I was creating some content. Shocked. But (laughs) I was creating some content and I came across this TikTok. And the question that he asked was, Mel, if I asked you Mm -hmm. to go to the gym every single day with me. Yes. And you showed up, but I didn't. By like, the, by, like, the 10th day, would you believe that I would show up? No. Why would I? You never gave me any evidence that you would show. So in my brain, you trained me to think that I can't trust that you're going to be there. Okay. So why – is it any wonder why we have trust issues with ourselves? Because yeah. we make deals like that all the time with ourselves. Okay, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to make my bed every day, and I'm going to journal. Okay, so you make that that agreement with yourself. Mm-hmm. By the 10th day of not completing those tasks, you're showing yourself that you can't trust yourself. Yes, and we always like to go big, too. You notice? Like, oh, yeah. I like, lose wor- 50 pounds in, in six months. And I'm going to work out five days a week. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. going to eat any sugar. Yeah, that's um, a big one. The, we, go, we always go all or nothing. Yep, And we do. what we've learned from this, was it a real TikTok? I can't remember. It was a real, yeah. It was a real. And what we've learned... By li- like watching this is the fact of like if you do little things every day, mm-hmm. when will, you think of them, when you think of them, yes. you'll start retraining your brain to trust yourself. Because I know this has been a big deal for you and your journey because you felt like you don't trust yourself. Oh, I d- completely do not trust myself, and that's from years. Years. It, this isn't just a, a thing that happens overnight of not trusting. No, yeah. it's it's been programmed. I have been programmed my entire life Mm -hmm. to not trust myself. Yeah. Because I would make deals like, okay, I'm going to eat really healthy. I'm going to work out. I'm going to lose some weight. Okay, well, then that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So then you say, okay, I'm going to do Weight Watchers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. You don't do it. Yeah. So there's all these deals or plans that you make in your head. And and is it any wonder? Well, that and if you don't. Like hold yourself accountable during that time frame that you said, then if you then you feel like you failed, uh huh, and then you feel like you can't trust yourself. Yes, all over again. Yes, so it's like this vicious cycle. It is, and I want to be clear: bariatric surgery does not cure this. No, at all, <laughs> by any means. This does not cure your um not trusting yourself self sabotaging yourself this does not cure that well and i want to preface too that bariatric surgery as far as i understand has not cured anything except right? for obesity does it but it doesn't cure it you once you have obesity you always have it that's what we've pen. learned but we've learned that obesity really is a disease and it's almost like diabetes to where like once you hit it you can't undo it you can only make the symptoms a little bit less and you learn to maintain and you learn all the other things with it. Mm-hmm. But once you hit a point, it's really hard to reverse. Correct. Um, what I've, what's interesting about this topic is because I do trust myself. I don't trust myself around certain foods. That is for sure. But I think because I was, 
I literally have been a big kid my whole life. And I feel like I came to terms at like 18, like after Dylan. Yeah. That I was like, I will always just be a big person. I have, I literally just told myself, I have no control over this one. I, my whole family's big. We're all short and stocky and we're all fat. So I'm just going to be a fatty for the rest of my life. And I came to terms with that. I didn't know how big I was going to get, but I just knew I'm going to be a fat person. So I have a question for you gearing off of that. Yeah. Did you ever think like, okay, I'm I, like, you wake up one day and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start eating right. I'm going to start doing all of these things at like before 18. No. You never woke up and was like, what about after 18? I thought about it when dad died. Okay. And me and, and me and Matt went to the gym for a while. And How then old were you? I was 25 when dad died. Okay, so from the age of zero to 25, you never woke up and was like, I'm going to make a deal with myself that I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to eat these healthy foods. I'm going to lose this weight. No, I did not. So I I can't help but like <laughs> chuckle. And I know it's not funny. No, it's wild. It's wild to me Wait. because that I think is, it's sad mm-hmm. that you were just like, I'm just going to be fat. Yeah. You like came to terms with that. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting to me because you trust yourself because you didn't do that. Uh, yeah. So it's like a sad but a good thing yeah. all in one. Because I turned my focus into – you know me. I yeah. love school. Yes. So my focus was like school, school, school. I need to get out of this house. I need to do something better than what my family has had. Uh-huh. And, and there's just no way – I my focus was never on my weight. I just knew I was not going to have boyfriends because I didn't really have boyfriends. Um, I knew someone eventually would fuck me because that's just what nature does. Um, but, like, I wasn't focused on it. I didn't think about boys that much. I wasn't trying to have boyfriends. I was I was focused on I must graduate without being pregnant. That was, like, because that was so, like, drilled into us because mm-hmm. my mom and her mom and my dad's mom and all of them, even all my aunts, all got pregnant before they all graduated high school. And actually, most of them never even graduated high school. So here's another thing. So the focus was changed. Are you feeling a little sluggish? Little lack of protein? Little lack of caffeine? Well, we got the fix for that. That's right. Dive Bar Nutrition has the best protein bars. They have caffeine, protein, and they taste delicious. So head on over to divebarnutrition.com and use code OSLP at checkout. I know I didn't have enough support during my weight loss journey. She didn't. And when we found the tribe, we were over the moon because not only do they offer you at least one support group a day, but they give you the tools and the knowledge to really succeed on your journey. That's right. So go over to the sleedietitian.com and find the subscribe button for the tribe and use OSLP to get your discount. What is Sequence? Well, Sequence is an at-home weight loss program. All you have to do is take the quiz, meet your clinician, get your prescription, and you're already on the way to a healthier you. I know when I felt hopeless with my regain, I joined right away. And I saw great results with Kel, so guess what? I joined. So go over to joinsequence.com right now, use OSLP, and you're gonna get a discount. Another thing that I'm hearing you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you did make a deal with yourself that you were going to graduate high school and not get pregnant before you graduated. Correct. My deal and was different. And you completed those. Correct. So your trust mm-hmm. is intact. Correct. So it's interesting to me because it's like you've shown yourself over and over again mm-hmm. that what you've set out to do, you're going to do. Correct. 
uh, how does it feel about like working out? Because I know like, and you can tell me if you don't want to talk about this, but oh, like fine. this year has been kind of a, a whirlwind. No, it's been very wonky. It's been very wonky, but like I've, I've heard you say like, I, I want to start working out again. Correct. I want to do like this day and this day or this day and this day. And I'm going to go do this, but and I'm not picking on you. No, but, you but haven't I haven't gone. I haven't. No. So how does that affect your trust? Um, I know that I don't have, I, I need to work on my skills of trusting myself with the gym or being physical. Okay. Because I, that's one that like I've, I've not conquered okay. at all. So there is an aspect of you mm-hmm. that is self-sabotaging and not trusting yourself. Correct. And it, it, it's all about movement. Okay. Yep. Because I know I can control my food. Now yes. that I now that I've had the surgery and I understand food because that was a big deal like I didn't understand this food is actually affecting me I was one of yeah. those that like I didn't think like oh all the beer I'm drinking is actually making me like all the carbs yeah I didn't realize that that's where my I my weight gain started was beer and then it really started into like oh I'll have all these different foods because Eric's making me all these fucking foods that are delicious I gained all that Big weight asshole. um it was good food I mean I get it you I want to make I your partner happy because I've done it too yeah. like Zach's a great cook mm-hmm. and I I mean there is there any wonder why I gained sixty pounds right it is they like, help it because they want to ma- they they see you happy when you're eating so mm-hmm. especially if they're cooks they're going to feed you <laughs> well and food is a love language it really is it it's, really is. It really, really is. And I know for me, I don't trust myself with many things. Right. And that's from years of uh, emotional abuse that I have received. Um, And then, you know, growing up in a family. I mean, I love my mom. I love one of my sisters. Like, I, I don't blame her, but I took the role on of like protecting them. Mm -hmm. And so I never got to like have that trust with myself, I guess. Well, and I, I guess what I'm hearing too, is that like you had the trust to take care of them. Yes. But not yourself. No, I didn't trust myself. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know, but I also like, I have like forever talked bad about myself to Mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. And then this year I've actually it's changing. Kind of, it's changing. It's changing. It's changing for me. But I think that my years of trusting, like, it, this this reel hit me very hard. And I think that's because I'm now starting to develop a trust with myself. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say, okay, when I'm at my house and I get up in the morning, I'm going to make my bed. Yeah. And I've really held on to that. Mm-hmm. I have really held on to every Tuesday, I'm going to have therapy. Yep. I've really held on to those things because those small things of just sitting in front of a computer and talking to your therapist makes a world of a difference. It does. It really, it really, really does. does. Yeah. And I think that in the beginning, especially when I uh, my ex-husband first left, I – because in my head – let me think about this. Okay, so in my head when I married my ex-husband – I, in my brain, I was like, I am marrying this guy because he is nothing like my dad. Correct. He is nothing like him. He is not abusive. He is not any of these things. Like, he will always take care of me, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Fast forward 15 years. Well, 10 years. And I'm realizing I picked the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. He's exactly like my dad. Mm-hmm. He just had a shiny exterior. 
very shiny. Like, yes, he worked three jobs. He was a hard, he, not the one thing I will give him, he's a fucking hard worker. He is. He and that is a very attractive yeah. trait. Fellas that are listening, we like men that work hard. And take care, and, like, not take care of us, but respect us and want to take care of us. Like, I want a guy. Yeah, I think that's a you. But, I mean, well, there's people like you. I don't. I'm not saying, like, take care of me. I sit at home all day. Right. I'm saying, like, take care of me as, like, we're a partnership. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do want Sorry. that. We do I want needed, that. I needed to, like, <laughs> redo that. Um, I want a guy that is fully invested in making our partnership work. Yeah. And taking care of me just as much as I would take care of him. Right. So that's what it is attractive to me. It's very attractive. But when I, when I know when everything started hitting me after Cody left, I wanted to say Satan so bad. Um, I haven't said it like that in a long time. Yeah, don't uh, give him that power. Don't give him the power. Uh, so when, when everything started hitting me, I realized that like I picked the wrong guy. How could I trust myself to pick another, yeah. another good guy? Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't even trust what I thought. Was this great relationship? Mm-hmm. I mean, people literally called us Barbie and Ken. Yeah, that was like literally like he was a Superman member. We yeah, that. yeah, we were like, like the happy. ideal couple, right? Mm-hmm. Like we both worked, we both went. Like I went to school, he worked two, three jobs. Like we never seemed to fight. We were always great. Like, so you never talked about it. I didn't because I didn't want anybody to. I didn't want. I think I blocked a lot of it out because I didn't want anybody to think that I picked the wrong guy. And he took care of me. Mm-hmm. So why would I? You're almost like, why would I complain because he takes care of me? Exactly. Yeah. But in the end result, I was slowly teaching myself that I couldn't trust myself. Well, and he for didn't help that years. either. Oh, no. Fuck no, he and didn't. He would tell you all the time that you did stuff wrong. Oh, I was wrong yeah. all the time. So when somebody tells you that you're wrong all the time, whether it's your in in your brain mm-hmm. or another person, how are you supposed to trust yourself? Because you're being told by yourself and your husband that you never do anything right. Yeah, and that's actually where me and Eric faltered was because I got so tired of hearing I was doing stuff wrong, even though I can prove and show that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it was driving me bonkers. While you were talking, what I was remembering too is that like the dynamics at home are definitely different because my my parents, well, I, I would say dad, dad drilled it in that you only thing you have is your voice and your word. Mm. So if you say you're going to do something, you fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, then you're showing other people they can't trust you. Mm. So that's a big deal to me. So I like if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. And then, too, he always said you can't trust other people. Only person you can trust is yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're going to only be able to take care of you. Because Well, you can't take care of other people if you're not taking care exactly. of you. And exactly. And I know because watching my dad, he... He was very, like, giving, like I am, like, I, you know, we let people live with us. We want to help as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But you also get burned a lot when you do that do. stuff. So I know Dad was trying to teach me, hey, look out for number one. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Stay safe. And definitely, if you're going to do – if you say you're going to do something, do it mm-hmm. so you can prove to others that they can trust you. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the biggest deal is that, like, okay, so now I have this makeup in my head of I, I – don't trust others, but they can trust me. Mm-hmm. And only thing that I don't trust myself with is food. But we never mm-hmm. talked about food. 
No. My house, like, if you think about it, mom wasn't on a, all these random diets that you hear a lot of moms were on. Um, mom never even, they never commented on our bodies. Mm -hmm. That wasn't, like, if we were just big kids, we're big kids. Mm -hmm. And that's because all of the family was big. Even my cousins and everybody were bigger mm -hmm. people. So I think we all kind of came to terms at a different time of our lives of we're going to be big. Mm -hmm. That's just what the, the, you know, the cards were dealt to us as big people. But we can be better people outside of being big people. Yeah. And I think that's why I can trust myself because I also was thrown, and you know this from watching, I was thrown into a system to where I had to grow up a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So people were, my, my mom and dad were looking to me and Matt mm -hmm. for help and being responsible and taking care of ourselves. So And Michael. And Michael. Yeah, legit Michael. And so like. Michael's her little brother. My little way. brother, by the way. We're 15 years apart. Yeah. So when I was 15, me and Kelly, like, I'd be getting ready and watching Hills or Laguna Beach, and he's just in my lap while I'm doing, like, my hair and a little bit of eyeliner or whatever I was yeah. doing at the time. I mean, it's fu a funny story, squirreling for a moment. Oh, go ahead. We, as in me, Mel, and Zach, yes, the Zach that I'm dating, we and have yes, known him for that long. This is literally how long we've known each other. Um, put Michael in a pillowcase. Oh, my God. I don't know how why we even did that. I don't know. I mean, we were like 16. And we're just... Zach was like 17. <laughs> we put him in a pillowcase. His head was out. Yeah. But like Zach took it and like spun him around and he actually broke your mom's lamp. lamp, which took forever for her to know that we did that. I know. We, me and Zach like fixed it. You fixed it we... to like, yeah, put it back together. <laughs> but yeah. So that was like, I love thinking about those mm -hmm. moments of like, we did have fun. We had fun. And we, but. There was a lot of responsibility lot on your shoulders. Yes. And there always has been. Mm -hmm. um, it has not changed as I gotten older. Mm -hmm. And so because people look to me to fit, I'm a fixer. So mm -hmm. I can try, like, I've always trusted myself in certain aspects of my life, but mm -hmm. it's always been the food and the working out. I think it's funny. And again, don't take this wrong, no. but I feel like your biggest, like, thing to work on is, like, trusting people that they'll do what they say yeah it's so hard that's I think it's not trust with yourself mm -hmm. it's trust with others mm -hmm. that is your problem oh yeah I have huge trust and please yours. don't take that the wrong way I, I don't because like, we, I think that's something you that you could work on have been proven I think what's hard is there's been two times I've let some things go that I normally control and what happened they got fucked up both times both fucking times and so it is very hard it's very hard, it's very to, hard let go. to let go, especially when you're finally like, okay, I'm going to let go. And then they fuck it up. And I was like, no. And then I try one more time <laughs> just again. And I was like, okay, this is so hard for me. I'm trying mm -hmm. for sure. But it is, it is hard because I, like I said, like I was literally taught you can trust no one and no one cares about your feelings. Mm -hmm. Suck it up. Suck it in. Get out there. Mm -hmm. Start working. I just, it's every wild. time you say that, I just think like. I wish that I had known yeah. what I know now mm -hmm. to tell you, like, that's not how it's always going to be. You know, like, have mm -hmm. you ever, like, wondered, like, if I could just go back in time and tell, your and younger tell self? my younger self, like, write a letter or something mm -hmm. and say, it's not going to be like this forever. Yeah. Like, you don't have to actually suck it in and suck it up mm -hmm. and walk out that door. Yeah. Like, you literally can just cry. No, I got made fun of crying. I know. Even it's like, even you and Zach made fun of me for crying. I know, because emotions make me uncomfortable. Ryan and Stephanie made fun. I always got made fun of by family and friends about me crying. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, hence why I suck. <laughs> well, but it's it's interesting because as a kid, you don't think about the fact, like, 
like you making fun of me having man hands. Mm-hmm. You don't know it's going to still gonna, sticks with me. Yeah, you don't way. know it's going to stick. It sticks. Yeah. It sticks with me. And like things like making fun of you for crying. Like we're just like haha ha, whatever right yeah but you don't realize like it's actually doing damage mm-hmm. like it's literally doing damage because you're thinking oh i can't trust to cry in front of these people correct so i would the hints why at night by myself you i would cry I process and cry yeah i mean <laughs> i i'm with you girl like i feel like in my family it was i had to be the strong one yeah i had to be the one that was like planning everything and making sure everything happened and like making sure that we were all in line. Like mm-hmm. there, is there any wonder why I do really well at planning things? Oh my because God. Yes. I was in charge of it. Always in charge of it. Every move, <laughs> every fucking move you guys have done. No one would do the shit except for me and you. And then yep. you would tell me what you wanted done. And then I would tell them, we yep. get the fucking done. Yep. We literally got told that we were like, what, like Nazis? Moving Nazis. Moving Nazis. Because, because... we were like, no, we need to be done. Like, yeah. get your, like, imagine this, okay? There's four, five people in my family, okay? Four daughters, one mom. Yeah, you okay? think five stuff people, would move a little okay? quicker. I would be the only one fully packed. That's ten hands. Fully packed one person. Yeah. So then you've got the rest of them mm-hmm. like in the kitchen or in their room trying to pack shit because it looks like it, they still lived there. On moving day. On moving day. Not like it was days before. On moving day. Also, I love my mom. Like my mom is one of my biggest role models mm-hmm. because of how she, what she did and she dealt with and how she like came above it. Right. My mom is not a confrontational person. No. She is not. Shocker where you get it from. I know. I hate confrontation. Like, it literally makes me, like, panic inside. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any, Yeah. Like. No. I want to tell people, remember that us that do don't mind confrontation, we still get that inside. We just do it. You just can handle it <laughs> We better. can handle it better. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, no. If everybody just pretends like we're happy, we're happy then. <laughs> That's so like, true. It's literally how I've lived my life. It's literally how you like, live your okay, life. Like, okay, let's rewind back to <gasps> earlier in the conversation when I said we didn't talk about the problems with it with the, or the abuse that was happening in my right. relationship, Yeah, right? I had no idea. As if a best I, friend, I had no idea. If I pretend, everything's fine. Yeah. Hence. That's how I lived my life. So is there any wonder why I can't trust myself because I've pretended 98% of my life that I am either happy that I'm not fighting with somebody, that everything's good. Yeah. That's how I live well, my life. Well, and I remember you going from year two to three. I when I told you, I was like, you're going to question everything. And I did. You I question questioned. what you like, don't like, yep. who you want to be around, not be yep. around. It was wild. I mean, there is a reason why in year three of my, well, year three, year four, I think, I think it was hard because I got divorced in my second year and so I think a lot of my you got thrown a fucking curveball oh, I, oh yeah I was like okay you're good try this you're like just joking <laughs> yeah fuck you um so but I think that I got so mine was a little delayed I think yeah. mm-hmm. so I think my year two was actually year three and I think my year three was actually year four yeah if that makes sense no it does and I think that my year three and four was questioning do I like these people? Do I even want to hang out with these people? Do I give a shit that you went to the pumpkin patch without me? Yeah, it kind of hurts, but I'm going to tell you, fuck you. Yeah. 
because I just went through something really horrible and none of you were there for me. So why am I friends with you? Well, and that's how you know who your true friends are. Yeah. They will I, be there for the good and bad. Good and bad. And what happened when I called Cole, She, my other best friend lives in Portland. I called her the morning that Cody walked out the door and she drove down here and stayed three days with me until yep. I was like mentally able to handle being in that house. Yep. That is a true friend. Not being a true friend is planning a Mexico trip with my ex, future ex-husband and then telling Dave don't tell, later. Don't tell Kelly. Just tell her that David invited you. Yeah, I'm calling you the fuck out because Sarah and David were yep. supposed to be really good friends. I never asked them to choose. I want no. that to be known. I never asked anybody to choose me. If you are friends with both of us, you're friends with both of us. Like, no, but they planned that shit like a they, week or two after. It was like a week. It was wild. And they were not going to tell me. Like, be fu- get some fucking balls and grow up and tell me what's going on. Like, yeah. that's not a true friend. And so when I decided to stop talking to them and I decided talking to the Smurfs and I did all of these things, it was that I was trusting, trying to trust myself that I knew who my friends were and who weren't. Yeah. And I think I'm surrounded now by a bunch of people that have my fucking back. Yeah. And that would never fucking do that shit. No. So there is a whole trusting pattern that I have started starting after that divorce. Mm -hmm. I started to learn that I could trust myself in small doses. Yeah. But then I gained a bunch of weight and then I went downhill and I stopped trusting myself that I knew what was best for me. Yep. And because I am... Some people not, might not agree, but I am a functional adult. Yes, you are. And I can pick what I choose to do and what I choose not to do. And some of that might be good and some of that might be bad. But I am a functional adult that can make yeah, my own choices. and you get to make your own choices. Like, like exactly. And every human gets to make their own choices. There's exactly. always a choice. There is always a choice. It you might not be good choice. choices. No. Like, I think people forget that. You always People think that there's always a good and a bad. But actually, it could be two good ones. It could be two bad ones. It just, it's whatever you're fucking But you don't know until the future. Correct. And trusting yourself is a big deal. So the way that we've learned to, like, go from not trusting ourselves mm-hmm. in certain aspects is to start small. Like start you said, small. Yeah. You always got to start small. Like, like the whole making the bed thing. I've been doing that for years because I saw that TED Talk with a military guy. And I was yeah. like, you know what? He's fucking right. And it does feel good. Every time I passed by my room and saw my bed made Unless i felt no good destroys it i know but even then i'm like I'm, i make it I over did her that shit i make because literally this morning like i made the bed she gets underneath it gets underneath the blankets moves all my fucking pillows yeah all the pillows go out and then i literally just remake it with her under it it's like no yeah. it's fucking made and it does feel nice to know that i accomplished something that day yeah and i've made these small things with myself like before i go on a big trip i make sure all my dishes are done mm-hmm. trash is taken out laundry is put away yep and bed is made. Like, yeah. there might be a few things on my bed or something, you know, from packing, last minute packing and shit. But I have held tight to that. Yeah. I take, I deal with small things. Like, if I'm standing in the kitchen and I'm like, oh, my, I need to do my dishes. I've really taught myself that, like, just stop and just do it. Like, I'm one person. There's I have, not like, many. four dishes. There's not like, many. Like, let's be real. Well, and you can probably remember where I will well, just be like, she'll say something out loud and, like, mm-hmm. just do it right now. And she's like, oh, but then she's and I like, just do it. And she and does it. Done. And then she feels good about it. Yeah. Because if you do it in the moment, then you don't forget about it. Uh-huh. And then you don't put it off. The whole procrastination thing is yep. also, I think, a sign of trusting yourself. Well, it also goes with ADHD. It does. 
which if you guys didn't know, I was officially diagnosed with it. Yeah. And I have actually started my medication. It I started it last. Actually, it's been a week today. There you go. Yeah. Which we are switching things up. But I have noticed a little bit of more like focus. Okay. And I think that goes with trusting myself. Like I can now trust myself to do the things that I said I'm going to do and not get distracted. Right. Like we got off a call and I needed to do like these three tasks. And if you have ever been on my computer, which most of you, I don't know why you're on my computer, but there are tabs everywhere. There are windows open everywhere. I do not keep my computer clean. It drives me nuts. My desk clean computer. Not, (laughs) Um, you know, what's funny is like my, my desk desk is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Computer clean yep we are totally opposite it's wild it's well that's why we get along i know uh but i had to like do some thumbnails for the youtube pages or for the youtube uh videos got it done yeah i needed to update our calendly link got it done Mm -hmm. i needed to send an email got it done needed to do an invoice got it done and And i did not get distracted how did you feel when you got i felt like things like my brain's finally catching up Mm -hmm. to me Cause like I, I constantly have lists everywhere. I have lists. She has, it's scary because she has lists about lists in different areas about those lists, about those lists. Like there, there'll be a list on her computer. There'll be a list on her desk. There's a list at home. There's probably a list in her purse somewhere. Um, no, not in my purse, not in your purse. No, in my backpack. There you go. In the backpack. Yeah. So that's kind of the deal. It is a little nerve wracking because I'm like, I don't know which list she's on. Uh, I don't even know what list I'm on. Honestly, like if I don't write it down or put it somewhere, I will forget about it. Yeah. And so there's lists upon lists upon lists. Um, But I'm now starting to check off those lists. That's good. So it's it's interesting because I I feel like the ADHD part is part of me not trusting myself because I get distracted so easily yeah. or like, okay, so say I'm going to do a YouTube thumbnail, but then I need a photo. So then I go to the email, but then I realize the email doesn't have it. So then I go over to uh, Instagram, but then I get distracted because mm-hmm. there's a post that I want to look at. And then I realize I haven't done the post for the day. So then I go over and start working on the post. But then I need a cover photo. So then I go through the photos in my phone and there's nothing like, and then I'm like caught in it, right? Yes, and that so thumbnail this, is not getting done. That thumbnail is not the getting one done. one thing that was. So I can't trust myself yeah. to complete an easy task because I can't get it done because I'm so distracted. Right. But by taking the step to get diagnosed with ADHD, taking the step to talk about my, me possibly having ADHD, mm-hmm. Moved into, I have ADHD, moved into getting an, an appointment, getting prescribed, prescribed. something. Yep. And then now I'm realizing those were steps that I could trust myself. Mm-hmm. You did it. You completed it. Because I talked about mm-hmm. talking to David about getting diagnosed. Yeah. And I put it off for a while. But then when I finally did it, I felt accomplished and like, oh, I, I actually did this. So I think it all is wrapped up in one for me. Yeah. Of, like, ADHD, of not trusting myself, of childhood trauma, of adult trauma. All of these things wrapped up into one is a big ball of not trusting myself. Well, and I think a lot of you guys can, you know, relate to that. Because, like, Mm -hmm. as you're talking, like, I'm thinking, too, is, like, because no one talked to me about my weight or working out Mm -hmm. until I was in my late 20s, Mm -hmm. 
it's like I don't even think about it. Mm. And that's why I like I'll make these plans, but then I don't execute sometimes because like I'm not I don't trust myself to actually do the work because I know if I like if I do the work, then I have to do more work. (laughs) So that's the block. That's the block is that there's so much work to be done. You don't want to add another work to your schedule. Correct. Even though I've already done it before, I know what it feels like Mm -hmm. because I used to do walks in the very beginning. I remember talking to you on my walks Mm -hmm. and I was thinking of Marcus for some reason. (laughs) I remember talking to Marcus, our old producer, on one of my walks. And so I I know that I can do these things. Mm -hmm. It's just trusting myself to get up and do them. Uh Because like I've noticed because we don't have a set schedule, Mm -hmm. we try to get up around the same time every day just to help ourselves. And I used to get up around seven. Now it's kind of eight again remember yeah I, I, you trained yourself i trained myself so i got to go back to michaela which is losing a blooming what she taught us is like just start small mm-hmm. 15 minutes yep then do another 15 minutes so and i did that and i got myself to seven and i was able to go work out and do the things that i need to do so i need to did you feel more productive i did okay i did and i felt better like i don't like my mental state is actually pretty damn good and i think it's my lexapro and then the fact that like i'm still writing mm-hmm. um I don't think I'll ever stop writing. I think that's a new thing that I fell in love with with mm-hmm. like when I started journaling. Um, so guys, journal. You never yes. know. You just fucking don't know that you're gonna like I and mean, not like. Really, I have fallen in love with uh, guided meditation. See, there you go. I gotta say, I did it when I was in Connecticut with Jamie. We did it two days in a row, and then we went to a witch circle. And it was basically a guided meditation, and a lot of things snapped in. Yeah. They, they snapped into where they suppo- they were supposed to be. And I'm just like, so I really love guided meditation. So, so if you, you never don't like down. journaling, try a guided meditation because you still journal after, but it's not like a, okay, I'm uh, what am I going to write about today? Like it's all like told to you and it's more of like being in your head. And you want to do it first thing in the morning while you're still sleepy. Yeah. So the comedians do that every morning too. Like if you ta- uh, listen to them, it's oh. called the morning um, notes, the morning tabs or something like that because they say okay. the first thing in the morning is like the best because yep. like you can get all of it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a brain dump. For me, it's like I'm instead of seeing the therapist like I should, but I will be. Um, I'm is not going to comment the one on thing that, that I – there's two things I learned from her. One is the journaling. Mm-hmm. And then you said this previously in the episode of, like, listening to yourself or the other person that's telling you it's not mm-hmm. working. But I like to challenge you because it worked for me is when you hear the negative thoughts, who do you hear? Remember, we talked about this before. Because sometimes you hear yourself being a nasty person to yourself mm-hmm. or – is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it that friend from high school that was a bitch? Is it your nasty partner that you know don't are not with anymore? It could be someone else's voice that's talking to you and you don't even realize it. So I challenge people that are listening to think about that. And then when you are having negative thoughts, who's talking? I think that's a very valid question mm-hmm. because when you said that, I was like, who do I hear? Cody. Yeah, I hear Eric all the time. Like I, I hear Eric and my mom. Those are the two that I hear. Yeah. yeah. And like it's it sucks because you don't want to think about your ex, right? No. He's remarried. Fucker has my dogs, whatever. I am happy with Zach. I love his girls. Like I am creating this whole little family with 
Zach and his girls, yeah. and I'm incredibly happy. Things are going great. And then something will happen, mm-hmm. and all I hear is that fucker's voice in my head. Yep. Saying, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve anything. I, I'm i lazy. I don't. Like, all these things, yeah. right? And it's like, I, I actually, I think, now that I've said that, I think I would actually take it one step further. Ooh. And whose voice are you hearing? Mm-hmm. Write down what you're hearing yeah. and how you can combat that. Yeah. Is it true? Because that's a question. Because sometimes, like... We do get, this is why, like, I, the, the word grace always messes mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. because I know me and sometimes I can take an inch and take a mile. So with the gracing, it's the same thing. So it's like, who, like, one, who is it? And then mm-hmm. two, is it true? Sometimes it's true. And that's something that you might have to work on, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, mine is definitely, like, the one thing I know that I have to work on is just be more subtle with people. I have to be less direct sometimes. And so like certain people, certain people I know that I have to do that with and other people I don't have to do that with. So it is true. I do know that I'm very direct. You Um, are extremely direct. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. So, but it can be, I can hurt people's feelings you, you can. and I don't yeah. like to, the one thing about me is like, I really hate hurting people's feelings well, because I your know feelings have been hurt over and over and so over so much, so much that I'm like, I don't ever want to do that to someone, but mm-hmm. like I have to work and be more delicate with certain people. And like, mm-hmm. I had to listen to myself and others and be like, no, this is me. Mm-hmm. This is actually me and what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. you have to really face yourself and that's going to be hard because if you can't trust yourself, how do you make that decision? To even practice, practice it. Yeah. So it's like you definitely. I think that people definitely need to have a therapist. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, and then also like if you don't, that's fine. Like look for one, find other ways to get your um, what is it like that energy out, mm-hmm. that negativity energy out yeah. of you. Like whether that's you playing music or listening to music mm-hmm. or going to the gym or going on walks or whatever. Yeah. Figure it out for yourself, but it's definitely going to be different from each person. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you have to sit down and really, excuse me, have a honest look at your life. Yeah. And you have to say, okay, what in my life do I need to work on? Because here's the thing. Every single one of us has shit that we have to work on. Yeah. No like, one's perfect. No one is perfect. Mm-mm. Not one person. Not me. Not Mel. Not anybody. The president. Nobody is perfect. Like, literally, nobody is. I laugh because I don't think we've ever had a, a president enough that even be close to perfect. <laughs> But, I mean, nobody is perfect. And so if you look at honestly in your life like you did Mm -hmm. and you said, okay, I need to work on being more subtle with people, not as direct with some people. You're learning who you can be more direct with and and who you can't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really honestly very inspiring because it's really hard to look at yourself and say, what can I work on? It's scary. It's very, very scary. I mean, I think – I have had a lot of that in the last year of like, what can I work on? Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? Because there were some things going on in my life that were very stressful. And I had to take an honest look and say, okay, am I really happy? Yeah. Is this worth working on? Correct. If it's worth it, then I'm good. And then I looked at my life and I, I really worked on a lot of things like, Speaking up and saying, hey, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. How, like, how can we figure this out? Because I do get very, 
I think sometimes my honest, I think sometimes I get a little too wrapped up into stuff Mm -hmm. and then I can't let it go. Correct. Correct. And so that's something that I've tried to work on, especially with JBY, because there's a lot of things that were like, well, that doesn't work. And I'm like, but I fucking did that. Like, uh, no, we are doing this. And so it's like easier. I, I think something I want to work on, especially after JBY weekend was being open to other suggestions. Yes. Because some, like what I've learned from just like the workforce is like, there's always someone else that can do it not better than you, but maybe more efficient than you. And they can teach you how to be more efficient. Because my biggest deal from literally since childhood to now is like, how can I be the most efficient person possible? Mm -hmm. And so like being open to other people's ideas is huge. Mm -hmm. It's very huge. And then not like taking it personally. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that me and you have talked about a lot because you take a lot of things personally. I do because I'm a creative person. And I don't. I'm just like, okay, fuck it, whatever. Keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there are some things, and we've started to use the terms, are you married Married to to that? Yeah. If you're married to that, then that's a non-negotiable, and we're doing what you did. Yep. Unless there's, like, something, like, glaringly wrong with it, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, But if you're not married to it, are you open to having other ideas? Mm -hmm. And I think just using that term, I mean, we have learned a lot this year about each other. Like, we have known each other for 25-plus years. Yes. And we are still learning, like, Okay, when this happens, we need to do this. Are you okay with that? Okay. And then we move forward. Yeah. Because there's nothing, there's always going to be learning. Absolutely. I think and especially people, with yourself. I think people that are like, I'm done learning, you're not going to go anywhere then. Yeah, because you're not going to grow. As we get older, we grow, we change, we evolve, and learning is part of that. Mm-hmm. And self-reflection is a part of that. And trusting yourself is a part of that because at the end of the day, again, all you have is you and you need to be able to trust yourself to make good decisions for yourself. Yeah. I mean, most people that are probably listening to this, you already took this first step and you are in the process of getting surgery or you were very seriously thinking about it because you're listening to us. Right. So I would say you've already taken one step to trust yourself Mm -hmm. and same with like my ADHD thing. Yeah. I took that step to broach the subject and then everything fell in line. So my computer just like decided it was going to like, but at least it's recording out. Oh, it is recording. (laughs) Um, So I just think it's more of like, you've already taken that step. Mm -hmm. Why not take it one step further? Yeah. And I think we can even relate it back to Jamie. Y because like, yes, we had 26 categories and we wanted to, show everybody all the different types mm-hmm. of people that are here. Yeah. And all those people trusted themselves enough to get the surgery and were brave enough to share it mm-hmm. on social media where you are open to the positive and negative, no matter who you are. Correct. Like yep. even fucking Taylor Swift gets haters. Like it doesn't fucking matter who you are. I can hate Taylor. I know. It's I love her. She's just so damn cute. I know. And she's a, She's fucking amazing. She like, is an artist through that, and through. Okay. That fucking performer. That's but for another episode. Another episode. We'll have one just for the binchies about Tay-Tay. Yeah. <laughs> that's should, a really that, good one. Yeah, because we had a lot of fun at Tay-Tay's we concert. Have, we have lots of things we're to say on, about uh, Tay-Tay. We're on a Tay-Tay uh, right. I got some basis. friendship la- bracelets. I'm going to email Tay-Tay. It is on my Asana list. Um, I actually have it on to email too. Jelly Roll. <laughs> <laughs> See? But my point is, is that like these people... 
every day that are posting and putting out their information are trusting themselves. And it's it's very awesome to see that there is people out there that do trust themselves and want to share and help other people. Yeah. And so, like, all we can do every day is just, like, do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the whole, like, read a book, like, read it one chapter a day. Yeah. And that works, by the it way. It does. It does. Like, before you go to bed, read a chapter of a book. Yeah. I, I need to get more into that. I need to get back into I that. I absolutely love reading. Yeah. Like, and absolutely love you it. You do. Like, you you read, like, a thousand books one year. Mm-hmm. Like, we literally, it was for English class, and she would fill out all the reading logs. It's and how I passed English. It was that is how she passed English. I did not actually do the work. No. I just did a lot of extra credit by reading. Yes, she did. Which I was already going to do because I read through my classes. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother episode. About you reading during classes? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I realized that's ADHD. It is. You needed to distract yourself. Yeah, because I, I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. So what's the point? And I, I want you to understand, I'm like, I'm a smart fucking woman. Yes. But my brain chemistry makes it more difficult. Well, and that's one thing that I, I'm happy that you will tell people that you have ADHD and what your struggles are because the brain chemistry is very interesting mm-hmm. and it differs literally to like the micro cellular of each person. Wow. That it's, was very it's scientific. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And there was something else I was going to tell you. I, I think it's good that I talk about it, though. Like, the same thing of, like, struggling with regain and starting GLP-1 medications. Like, that was important for me to talk about because yep. I really, especially after, like, the first couple of shots when I was like, oh, I don't think about food all the time? Yeah. What is this world? Like, I've never had this. And then with ADHD, like, I'm slowly, it's changing. Mm-hmm. And my brain chemistry is developing in a way that is, like, the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like I don't it's correcting. Say, yeah. It's, like, correcting everything yeah. and to where everything is making more sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm not as, like, wackadoodle, like, all the time. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, Well, I mean, what I've seen over the last year for you is that you have learned to trust yourself in certain aspects. Because she does not ask me about emails anymore. She just send those bad boys. She literally would be like, Melody, do you want to check this email before I email it over? No, just email. I, trust I used to read. I trust you. Like, I trust you to look yeah. to shit. So it's like, go do it. I'm fine. I know. I, I did not trust myself to write an email and send it. Yeah. That's that's how far you've come. Yeah. And so. now I'm like, okay, done, 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 yeah. done. Like, because it's not. I think that our brain likes to make things more scarier than it is. It's well because we know now that like it's trying to, to protect itself. So if we think something's scary, we're like, ah, we're not gonna do it. Mm. Well, we have years of self sabotaging and not trusting ourselves. Yeah. So is it any wonder why we have food issues? No, because that's the one where I'm like stuck on is food and work and working out mm-hmm. is the trust issues with that. Yeah. So I think like, that's a that's a thing that you could talk to your future. Therapist, therapist about? about I mean so my old therapist emailed me guys so I need to actually just email her you saw that emailed her I know I know I thought about it today because like I saw her name come before up before you get up this chair off of this chair, chair you need to email her back okay I will do it I I, I do it. not get into this very often with her I no. let her do her own thing but seriously like enough's enough I know just fucking do it it's important it is it's very a, important. It's and important. I know how important it is um and I know what my problem is is like Again, it's just like I if I if I message her, 
then I have to deal. Then I have to deal with old shit that I don't want to deal with. But by dealing with the old shit that you don't want to deal with, you become a healthier and happier person. I know. Trust me. I got so much shit. You did about not going to therapy. So much from this woman. I did. Do not get up from that chair until you message I her. I won't. I won't. Okay. I won't because if I message her and get on like a track, I can talk to her about me not trusting myself around certain foods and I can talk to her about trusting myself about like yeah. going to work out and doing those kind of things because mm-hmm. now that Eric's out of the house, like I don't have to talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do, but not to the extent that I was because I think you can um, vouch for this too is like sometimes – other people control your therapy sessions to where you don't actually get to to talk about yourself. And it's very frustrating because you're not learning anything. I mean, you are, but you're not. So, again, what is she doing? She's taking a video of us. Hi. <laughs> I was going to do the, like, whole. That's so funny. You screwed it up. I know I did. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, again, back to the subject. Is It's called – all we're talking about right now is trusting yourself and how to do that. So I wanted to talk about the book. I remember that again now. I literally have one chapter left of the of what it's called, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, yeah. I want to I re- still I, have, I have one it. chapter left of that damn book, okay. and I need to read it. There's no reason not to, especially now that JBY is over. I can I actually have time. some more time in my time. evening to do things like that. So I'm pretty stoked to get back to that because I feel like there's a lot of reading I need to do. That would actually help me mentally as well. So I agree. I agree. So I want to finish. Little, guys. I want to start little. I want to start reading these books that I have like piled up everywhere because I buy them and then I don't read them right now. You even have one of my books that I did read, the Nikki Glaser. Yeah, book. I know. I need to read that That's one. A good one. So there's a lot of them. Um, I did finish Jamie's book, which is fucking amazing, you guys. If you have not gone to Amazon and bought The Easy Way Out. You need to go. It's and in buy our it. Amazon store. So it's go, so good. Go click on it in the Amazon store. You'll get your. You can. You do won't a Paperback. It. You can do a hardback, and then she is working on an audio version. She is. She is. I'm very excited. Um, about it may it. be a little bit, but but it's gonna happen. But it's gonna happen. That's all and that I think it's. Uh, this book is also plays a part into trusting yourself mm-hmm. because there's a whole thing that she talks about of like. Her life and leading up to, you know, you can't be a dietitian if you're fat. Correct. And all of these things, right? But she broke through that. Mm-hmm. And that's part of that book. Well, like, we feel that just being podcasters for bariatric community. Yes. As bariatric patients, we feel like we can't fuck up. We feel like we have to be on point with our food and water mm-hmm. and working out because we're role models for other people. But we're also people and we fuck up too. Like mm-hmm. we, like we're not a hundred. We have consistent. bad years. We have bad months. Yes. We have bad weeks. Mm-hmm. Like we call them I, seasons. Well, yep. and I think that it's important because I think sometimes when people view social media, is it's they view it as like a perfection type of thing, right? But the thing is, is like from the beginning of us starting this podcast, we have always said we are open, honest, and we are not perfect. And we will continue to be like that. And we fuck up. And you fuck up. And everybody fucks up. And it's fine. And it's allowed. And it's okay. And And it's not that Kelly says it's fine. It's like, it's just fine. It's just fine. It happens. And I want to preface this that it's okay to not know something. Mm -hmm. It's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. It is okay to not have to do this on your own. 
100 you don't have to do anything on your own you mm-hmm. don't have to be alone nope. that is a choice and we want you mm-hmm. to choose to trust yourself yeah. that you're gonna make good decisions and that you you can ask those questions and hopefully we can be that person for you if you message us we'll message you back we'll we, help you out we answer all our own messages guys we do all of our messages are done by us because we will never give up that control no we talked about it a couple times. Mm. There's just not – we don't feel comfortable doing that. So. Nope. Nope. We can have help with uh, anything else, but not that. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's all I have about trust. What about you? Yeah, I feel good about it. Yeah. I feel good about it. If you guys have anything that you'd like uh, – questions, comments, uh, stories from your past that you want to share with us, feel free to email us. It's uh, hello at oursleevelifepodcast.com. Uh, we love to hear the stories. We love to um, kind of interact with you guys. Um, and then, yeah, just tell us your story on how you mm-hmm. don't trust yourself or do you trust yourself? Because me and Mel are kind of different. We are different. But kind of the same. Exactly. Exactly. So, Put it in the just in the comments below. Yep. And don't forget to go over to oursleeflifepodcast.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You for get all a free of our ebook. Updates. You get a free ebook. Get all updates. We have that show that is free mm-hmm. for people in Portland. October um, 21st. So go over there. We're going to have Eventbrite up for you to register. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also are going to the Bariatric Retreat in November. Yay. Uh, we actually are going to be doing like a little 10 minute, 15 minute segments of yep. about people on their journey. Yep. So if you're going, um, make sure to sign up for a spot. Yeah. And if you haven't bought your ticket yet to go, do so. Use OSLP mm-hmm. and you're going to get $50 off your ticket. Perfect. All right. We love you guys and we will see you next time. Bye. Hey listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to ArsleyLivePodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also we're on YouTube guys. So type in our name, hit that bell and hit subscribe. And you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to Our Sleep Life Podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.